Uh, the, the last, I don't see any brother, there's Brother Bill back there. See, uh, we say brother, brother and stuff like that, but actually when, when I think of Brother Bill, I, I just don't feel right calling him Minister, minister Bill, you know, because uh, he, he's, minister, in PAW, minister is like what, what you call it, some preacher that's just starting, you know, upstart, you call him a minister. Now in the, in the uh, Islam, you know, they taught God to be called minister, you know, uh, minister of Farrakhan, you know, this guy's just a minister, but he's the top dog, you know. But in, in uh, holiness circles, usually minister means like an upstart. You can call somebody like Brother Brian minister. But for, for me, I feel I feel like I'm being dis disrespectful to Bill without calling him Elder Bill, Elder Johnson, or something like that. At least Elder, that, you know. You know, I just don't want to want to feel like I'm being disrespectful. You know. Amen. I thank God for for this service. Thank you for this church. Y'all, y'all don't know. Since we've been in Arizona, it's been a, a, a task finding a house of God. Well, I mean, it, not not that the people weren't saved and all that kind of stuff, because you know they had some churches that that you know they were they, they had folks that that were saved, and, you know. But they didn't have the, 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 the feeling, the spirit wasn't, you know, we just didn't, didn't feel like that was really home. I haven't felt home since I've been here. And y'all messed me up, let me come here. And see, I was good until I, until I found out what it's like, you know, to be here. But around here, y'all know how to praise God, y'all. And, and I thought it was something strange, me coming up with, I used to tell my wife in Kansas City. Uh, but I was just, just just troubled about this Sabbath thing, you know, because you know I, I grew up like I said, Sunday church was was it for me, you know, and uh, all of a sudden, I just you know, every time I start reading scripture, I'm bumping into so many Sabbath scriptures. Why? Why in the world is there so many Sabbath scriptures if it's irrelevant? You know, and reading reading through the scriptures, you know. I, uh, I, I kept on coming up with the, the Ten Commandments stuff. The Ten Commandments yeah. stuff. You know, they, they was even arguing about having that, that Ten Commandments statue even somewhere around the government buildings. Like, yeah. it's, it's irrelevant. This, this is played out. They don't do that no more, you know. Amen. But God, but he said, heaven and earth shall pass away. For one jot or one tittle of his word is fulfilled. Now, that, that's, the, that's, just, that's disturbing, you know. You go to church, I grew up in church. My dad was a pastor, you know. I thought I knew what was going on. But the Lord troubled my spirit with this thing. You know, it, it, you know, that's the that's the, the, the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit. The Bible says it'll lead you into all truth. Even if it's against what you thought you knew. If it's against you what you thought you knew, you'll still have to submit yourself to it. But I'm just I'm just grateful for y'all because when when I found out how you know, this used to be a Sunday church. But through revelation, somebody found out, you know, that, uh, no, God still, God ain't changed. Now, you get a lot of people that have changed, but, you know, God hasn't changed. And I thought about, what you know, that what was they were talking about in, in church, you know, Sabbath school today, about um, Brother Minister uh, Williams having, having the extra class or whatever. I was just thinking that would be really helpful if we was to have a, a minister's class here. You know, because uh, first of all, 
We're supposed to be a kingdom of priests. Right. Ain't no big eyes and little use when you really get down to it. I'm not, not saying that there are not some that are called to the ministry. But we're a kingdom of priests. Like Sister Curtis was over there. She was ministering to this sister. You, who knows? She, she already put something in her to save her soul. That's right, man. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Because, did I say your name right? Where did I get Sister Curtis from? Okay, I got, I've been thinking you were Sister Curtis for years. I'm so sorry. My goodness. But, uh, see, the word of life that you put in her, you may have kept her here. You may have actually kept that woman here. And you feel like, well, I'm not a minister, but see, we all are. We're a kingdom of priests. God has done that with us. So I'm just thinking how helpful that could be. Because this church here in Casa Grande, you know, uh, I, I see this church as being something that we could realistically grow out of. This church is too small. You know what I'm saying? Not for the word of God we have. I mean, if we was preaching some bogus mess, okay, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, we might as well be stuck here forever. Amen. But what, what we have, you can actually go to heaven out of this church. Right. Think of how many churches out there right now that are filled, packed, quote, church cars all over the place. And, and the end thereof are the ways of death. You will go to hell. You, there is no salvation in it. But what this church teaches is the word of God. I mean, straight from the scripture, you can back up what your claim is here. You could, I mean, a little old nothing like me could, could go to a lot of those guys, they, they're bishops, and prove to them in the scripture where what they're teaching ain't going to get them to heaven or nobody else. To prove it. They ain't supposed to be here to do that if they got something legitimate. So that, you know, these things are, are, are concerning me, you know. And, uh, as y'all are going to see, I'm not much of a preacher, but uh, I, I, I do have a, have a love for God, love for God's people, and I'm growing in this, so, so y'all pray for me. I'd like to draw your attention to the book of Isaiah, 58 chapter. While y'all go there, I'm going to pray. Dear gracious Father in heaven, thank you for your loving kindness and generosity, Father. Father, how you brought us here today over the dangerous highways and byways. Father, we ask, Father, that you you speak today, Father. Give us a word, Father, that will give us what we need, Father. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. And he was, when he was here, he's called Yeshua. We just bless you and thank you. Amen. 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 Isaiah says, cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet. And show my people their transgression." And the house of Jacob, their sins. Yet they speak. They, yes, they excuse me. Yes, they yet they seek me daily, and they like to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinances of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. And you know, this is so true. I mean, how many churches that y'all know meet this qualification here? Therefore, wherefore we have fasted, say they, and thou seest not. 
Wherefore we have afflicted our souls that thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure. You exact all of your labors. Ye, behold, ye fast for strife and for debate, and you smile with the with the excuse me, you smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make a make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down thy head like a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this fast an acceptable day to the Lord? Is it not this, excuse me, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free. And that ye break every yoke. It is not to is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry that thou bringest the thou thou bring the poor that are cast down to thy house when thou when thou seek when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh now see this is this is one thing that uh, trouble a lot of folk but you know they think well I, to what end do I, I stop having to get shell out to the to the house of God well he, he already told you right here Hide not thyself from thy own flesh. How are you going to do something that you can't afford to do? God is not unreasonable. Yeah. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear reward. Your rear, rear reward is your rear guard. The glory of God, God's got your back. That's what that means. Then shall thou call, and the Lord will answer. Thou shalt, thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. Hallelujah. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, and the putting forth of the finger, See, a lot of times, that's, that's our biggest problem. We want to put forth the finger of blame. Yes. And to seek, and speaking vanity. And, and I, I have to confess, I've been guilty of that myself. Amen. Just saying any old kind of mess. No, we, we can do better than that. We children yes. of God. I try to make it a point to uh, try to keep my word. And I ain't nothing. I ain't, I'm just a regular old nobody. But uh, you know what? Our Father keeps his word. Bible says he watches over his word to perform it. How, how should we as his children do any different? And, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the, effect, the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness as the noonday. 
This is the glory of God on you, folks. As you, as you do these things, you start coming out for God in secret, the glory of the Lord will move on you. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. Anybody else can be going through drought, but you still need Amen. And make thy make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a, a spring water whose waters fail not. And so St. Jalke, y'all can, can sit down because I'm, I'm, I'm going to read through this and kind of preach as we go here. So y'all right. relax here. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. And they that shall <coughs> and they that shall be of the shall build up the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the past to dwell in. And see, this is us. This this church here, folks. This is this church. Because what you are doing, you are restoring the waste places. You're restoring, you're repairing the breach. Everybody out there talking about, no, we under grace, grace, grace. Now they they not understanding. Grace is is actually a it's, it's a legitimate thing, but the way they teach it, they teach it in, in a way that it can easily be abused. Paul even in his teaching and his writings, he talked about how uh, shall, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God has not changed in any way. God. The thing about God, the one thing you can trust about the Father, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That ain't changed in Him. That has not changed. That's not His way. That would be just totally inconsistent for God to, for, to, to say, well, you know what? That, too, that Ten Commandments thing is too hard for y'all. No, ain't nothing wrong with the Ten Commandments. Now, the interpretation, you know, now, when Moses first opened up with it, he came out really strong with the to, to the children of God because they never had it before. So he had to to to, to show sure show that thing up and make sure everybody really understood. This is the line. Don't you cross this. But now this word has been in us generations now. We understand this, and, and God's word will cover that this morning. He said the new covenant is I will write my commandments in your own land you say the table of his, of your heart. The table of your heart. Now what commandments is he talking about? He's talking about the same ten commandments. There ain't nothing changed about God. This is our Father. Our Father is consistent. That's why we can trust him. It's us. We the ones that get all messed up. We can start to say this today and doing that tomorrow. You know? But our fathers thank God he's not like that. He's consistent. And he put that word on the inside of us. A lot of us, we know things that we didn't even know we knew. Because that word, he, he hid it in us. My man, uh, years ago, I, did, I don't know, I may have told this story before. But uh, my mother wanted me to, to uh, build her, she wanted me to remodel her bathroom. And I was telling her, Mom, I, I can't do that. Mama, that's Daddy's thing. 
for me, I, you know, I'm just a helper. I she said, she insisted. She said, Brian, out of all your brothers, you was the one that stuck by your dad. You know how to do this. I said, Mama, I'm just a helper. I'm telling you. I, I guess I, I, I have hooked up the plumbing before. I know a little bit about that, but to tear out a wall, she wanted me to tear out a wall and put carpet on the floor to change the bathtub, to uh, put a shower on and on. She said, Brian, you can do this. Amen. And I, I, I'm, while I'm telling her I can't do it, she said, listen, Brian, with all of your brothers, you were the only one that wanted to go with your dad. She, she uh, uh, brought up a time where uh, I was about maybe 10, and uh, dad had had, uh, had to go paint a house and do some work on a house in, in Higginsville, Missouri. This was quite a little, little ways. And uh, he, had, he had left out before I had woke up, and he just left out. It didn't mean that too much to me. And uh, Mama told him, called him and told him, Brian was really broken up because you told him he could go. And see, kids, they hang on your word. Yes, right. We gotta be careful about what we say to our children. Yes, because you you know, uh, we don't teach this in, in PAW or, 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 or holiness churches, but some places actually teach that children see you as God until they learn better. They, yeah. they have no yeah. no no experience with uh, no no other right. form of God other than you. That's right. So we we got to really be careful how we say things and what yes. and because they they watch us. That Many things right. that we teach that aren't really more actually isn't taught as much as it is caught. That's right. But see, I didn't even know I had had it in me to do that. Uh -huh. But I went on to to remodel my mother's bathroom and. Put carpet on the floor, knock out the wall, do all that stuff she thought I could do. Yeah. Even wired, rewired something, wire the light yeah. switch, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't know I could do all that because I knew I, I could help the old man, but I never, it never occurred to me that I could actually do this stuff. Yeah. But see, my mother, knowing, watching me, she knew that that was in me. Now, y'all, how does that apply to the scripture? Today? Uh -huh. What I'm trying to, what I'm trying to put in you is that we are God's children. God has put his word in us. His word has been hidden in our heart that we may not sin against him. We got to be confident that what he put in us is good enough to get us through, not only get us through, just like sister there. What, what he put in that sister there got somebody else through. That woman still hears the result of talking to sister here. So, let me get on and finish this before, before I get get to boring y'all too much and y'all start throwing stuff. Amen. And that they and they and they shall excuse me and they that shall be of thee shall build up the old. We already covered that one. Amen. If if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, this is where I want to go. This is where I really want to go. Amen. Because see, a lot of folks in the in the, you know y'all know I'm, I'm I was Pentecostal, mm -hmm. and a lot of folks in in this this uh, doctrine, if you will, they they teach well. No, no, you ain't gonna find nothing about the Sabbath in the New Testament. You just ain't gonna find it. It's not relevant. It's not important. But how many places did God tell you, keep my commandments? Then they say, well, when he said, keep my commandments, he's talking about what Jesus said, the love commandment. But at, when Jesus came up with the love commandment, wasn't he just stringing all those commandments together? Because when you really look at it, 
The first four are with your service to God. That's right. The last six is your service to your brother. That's right. So for, for you to do all these, it's still about love. Yes. Yes. Your love for God, the first four, your love for your brother. Yes. If I love my brother, how can I cheat on cheat hit, mess with his wife? That's right. How can I steal his his ass or his what, whatever? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't do that in good conscience. How could you do that? How could you you do uh, do any of the kind of things that we the, the the messed up stuff you see people do to each other and call yourself loving that brother? We can't do that. We're the children of God. We we are a city set up on a hill. We have the love of God in us. Jesus Christ said, now this, I find this really beautiful, especially the uh, amplified version of it. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Now the amplified goes, takes you a little bit deeper. It says, my peace I bequeath to you, like as in a will. I bequeath it to you. My own peace. That's what I loved about it. Because we, we think of it as well, this is this is a part of it or a piece of it. No, that's not what he said. He says, my own peace, my own personal peace. What kept Jesus on, 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 the, on the, the one with Father, he, he has actually bequeathed that to us. And it became ours on the cross. And well, well, Brother Brian, that might do for you, but what about my, my portion? Don't we know that Jesus, one thing, multiplying something ain't never been a problem for Jesus. And when I say multiplying, I'm talking about the same quality, the same entirety. What we have individually is the same exact piece, Jesus. Hallelujah. The same Holy Ghost peace, the Spirit of, of God is in each and every one of us. Hallelujah. And I'm just so grateful for that. If I turn that, that foot back from the Sabbath, doing that pleasure on my holy day, and should call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord, honorable, and shall honor him, not, not doing thy own ways, or finding thy own pleasures, nor speaking thy own words. Then shall thou then shall thou delight thyself in the Lord and shall cause thee to ride upon the high places yeah. the, of the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah. It, see, here's the beauty of it. When you really look at what God has intended for us, we're not supposed to be in this condition, folks. We're worried about driving home in the cops or finding some excuse to blow you away. Oh, no, no, no. The children of God, we they experience, our forebears experience having such a walk with God that when Balaam was hired to, to come talking about this man, this little prophet, a legitimate prophet, Balaam. He was hired by what was that, Balak? Balak hired him to curse Israel. So he looked to, he looked at one way, trying to trying to curse Israel, trying to see if he can find fault. He looked at him another way. And he told Balak, if I can't curse him, I have to bless him. Because whatever, whatever the devil throws at you, when he can't curse you, 
it flips. That thing flips, ain't it? It flips. It becomes a blessing. So when the devil attacks you, when you are walking up right before God, you know that's going to be a blessing. Be confident in, the, in what, what God has put in us. Trust in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Changed the page here. Let me get back to the 58th chapter. All right. Is it right on the high places? And and feed thee with the with the heritage of Jacob thy father. We talk about Israel. That's why we call it Israel because of Jacob. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken this. Saints, we, we, we have a wonderful heritage. I mean, our, our heritage is so good. I mean, we shouldn't, shouldn't be sitting here uh, worrying about what what's our, our um, outcomes are going to be. We'll just trust in what God has given us. Trust in his word. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm done here, Saints, because I, I don't see nobody not saved. But I want to thank Sister Tony. For singing that song, I thought I was I, I was confident. I've been practicing that song in the key of E, and I thought I, that I, I could I could change chords and change keys and all that good old stuff. And I thought I wouldn't. <laughs> so, God bless y'all. Amen. Keeping the Sabbath holy. That is what the majority of his thought was about, and of course he spoke on how important fasting is as well. Minister Alfred broke it down so much so that even an atheist would understand how important and a blessing it is to fast and to keep our Lord's Sabbath. So if you enjoyed that message on today, please like, share, and comment. We would definitely love to hear from you. And even if you have questions, please don't have a, hesitate to send those questions our way. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, you can find them in the iTunes podcast store, also on Podbean at Free Church AZ Ministries, on SoundCloud and Tumblr, Free Church AZ, and follow us at Free Church AZ. We would like to thank our new listeners for listening on today and also our current listeners for coming back to hear what the Lord has given us. So we look forward to hearing from you and may you all have a blessed day.